money, Jordan Bell fur. Stacking penny stocks while I'm flipping these birds. Sipping on Ciroc, trip them up with the words. Gen Nation, Kenny Kim here bringing you another Fantasy Golf Degenerates podcast this week for the fucking Ryder Cup. I am so pumped. As usual, I am here with my man, Tyler Tambley. Tyler, what is up, my friend? Oh, my goodness. I'm here with you, Kenny. I'm not as pumped as you are. We'll get to that in a second. I'll talk about it. You're from Canada. Yes, but that might might be part of it, but I think there's a little more to it, and I'll I'll explain, I'll explain. Before we get into it, I want to remind everyone very quickly, this pod is brought to you and presented by DraftKings. Head on over to DraftKings.com, use promo code FGD when you sign up to DraftKings Sportsbook, get yourself a little offer. We've got one for you later, another one that's pretty much free money, and then don't forget about our sponsor, FantasyNational.com slash FGD, get yourself 20% off your first month. Kenny. We'll talk about it. Ryder Cup. I get it. I understand it. I know why you're pumped. I'm not saying I'm not. I fucking love the Ryder Cup as much as you do. I'm sure as a fan, I'm excited to be going to into this event. Like you said, cheering for it. What we never know what's going to happen. The Rory Reed type events, things like that, where you just get unknowns and it's just incredible. But from a DFS and betting perspective, maybe it's because there's no real hundred to one long shots or anything. By the way, Mito Pereira last week, we'll get to that in a second, 90 to one with the top five each way. Yeah, should have won that thing. I thought he was going to take that down. But maybe it's that. I don't know. But for me, doesn't quite do it as much. But then the, you know, that's this shoulder with the angel. The devil on the other shoulder is saying, but you get DFS. Grow the game. It's exciting. You can go out and play. There's lots of things. There's game theory. There's edges. All these things. So I'm still pumped. I'm here with you. We are degenerates. So you're absolutely talking about every event, but especially the Ryder Cup. But I did want to bring that up at the top. And then give me your thoughts on the same sort of stuff. Yeah, I don't need to gamble on this shit. This is like crack cocaine for me. Like, I will be up. Uh, I, I have had relationships end because of the Ryder Cup. I'll tell you a story. Uh, last serious relationship I was in was uh, 2018. Uh, uh, and so I was dating this girl. She's perfect. She's like 24 years old, graduated from the Culinary Institute of America, you know, fiery red hair. Uh, you know, I'm beautiful. I, I, I loved her. You know what I'm saying? She was great. I actually loved her. Like, and so, um, we, you know, she's a big, like, fall person. You know, like, Halloween, fall, shit like that. And I think the writer could be, like, end of September, early October, just like last time. Uh, they could have even been later. Um, and, and so, you know, she wanted to go to some type of, like, she loved haunted houses or something. She, remember, she's 24 years old. Uh, and, she, and she, you know, she, she was a big fan of haunted houses. And there's a huge one near us that was supposed to be super scary. And, I, and it was the same weekend as the Ryder Cup. And I was like, no, I ain't going. You're like, am I going to see you that weekend? No, you're, you're, you're not, you're not going to see me for three straight days. Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, two weeks, three weeks later, uh, she broke it off. Said I was too selfish, which really is true. This is when I everything sort of really when everything sort of went in my mind about relationships and shit like that, where like I am way too selfish a person to be in a good relationship. I'm the shittiest fucking boyfriend there possibly could be, you know, and that sort of came into my mind. And that's sort of when my whole mind frame changed and I just started banging strippers. So that, so that, that's how, that's how that happened. But basically the, 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 the relationship was ended. Like I tried to get her back for a couple months. That didn't work out. Like I really fucked it up. Like I really fucked it up. This was like the good girl. You know what I'm saying? Like the one I married, perfect age, can cook, good job, you know, like everything. And I fucked it up because of basically the Ryder cup was her main reason why. 
she was like, you know, I can deal with that. But she's like, you're incredibly selfish. You do shit just for you. And I'm like, fuck, you're right. Well, wow. uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't argue uh, with that. So I've just sort of rode that. Uh, for the last three years. Uh, so you don't see me too many women nowadays because I am a selfish prick and, and I do what the fuck I want. And uh, and so basically the Ryder Cup cost me a good relationship. But I look back on it now, no regrets. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I am 100% good. Uh, so I'm ready for this week. I'm ready for the Ryder Cup. I took Friday off. Uh, so I'll be glued in front of the TV for 36 hours as this event goes on. I don't even need to bet. I'll probably throw like, 10 lineups out there and have a, a little bit of a betting card. Uh, but I won't be like refreshing like every five seconds of uh, the PTS tour uh, website like I do uh, during the middle of an event or on Sunday. Uh, before we get into the ride, a couple of talk about last week just for a little bit, a couple minutes. Uh, uh, let's you talk about how shitty uh, it was for me. Um, I had Mav. I had Mav. I had Mav at 65 to 1. He was one of my. Um, bets for the podcast. So my 11th or 12th runner up in the last 50 events, I've had six winners and I think 12 runner ups. So I've been first or second place in what is it? Eight, almost 40% of the events played in the last 50. Uh, but 12 of them were fucking second place and I didn't win shit. I also had a Lipsky top 20 bet. Uh, one of the better par five players when he was on the Euro tour, um, parred the last three par fives and finished 22nd, one stroke out of the top 20. Uh, of course, Mav had that double bogey on 17 uh, to basically crush him. Uh, and then we have, uh, and then I had like a football bet last week. It was like a three game, three game parlay. Um, I hit the first, I hit the first two and then I had the Lions. Uh, no, I had the Rams minus three and a half and they won by three. So that's how my week went. Uh, I wanted to just, you know, break my TV in half uh, and murder everybody. So that's how my week went. I didn't really watch too much of the event. It was not the greatest event. Um, but, you know, that course, not easy. Uh, as you see, only about three or four golfers uh, score better than minus 15. That is one good thing. I think I was more into the, the I guess, the, the, the first week of football or whatever uh, coming into it. So uh, what would you think? Yeah, pretty much the same thoughts. Max Homa. Oh, oh hold on, him. real quick. Real quick. Um, good win by Homa. Cash game cornerstone's not bad. I did win in cash in DFS. So at least that's a good start uh, to the season. Uh, going three out of four with Kevin Nah. I think once he heard that Brooks was uh, going to play, uh, that, came, that news came out Friday, I think, right before he played. And then he went and shot like 78. Yeah. On Friday, because he just didn't give a fuck of the fuck. I'm not gonna be team. Fuck this tournament. I'm gonna go to Silver. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to Napa, drink some wine with my wife, uh, go to the French laundry, uh, eat some good food, and go to fuck home. Uh, go ahead, Tim. No, yeah, the motivation went away quickly there. I was just seeing that, but uh, yeah, I was just seeing one other thing. Um, yeah, for me, it was a uh, you know, like you said, the hot start to the season in the sense of anytime three of my five bets on the show can roll like they did, I, I was with you on McNeely, that hurt. I was in on Mito Perrier when we talked last week about people wondering why he was a thing. He showed you again why he was a thing, 90 to 1. So I hit the, the coveted double each way, Kenny. I got two each way payouts up top there. So not a bad week betting-wise, but uh, Zalatoris, T11, he was another guy in the car. I know he was more of a favorite, but I had McNeely at 55. You had him at 65. I had Mito at 90. Many had him at 60 or 70. So uh, I was happy with that. Good for Max Homa. It's going to go a little bit overlooked. 
because of football and those situations. I got a couple football stories, actually. It's a Ryder Cup. We got a couple minutes to kill. But, uh, you know, Homa, again, whether it goes overlooked or not, you got to respect what this guy's doing, man. Like the numbers from the first win to now this with the three wins, the Riviera last season, now this, picking it up early, starting out right out of the gate at the Fortinet. I think that's good to see. Uh, just stay on top of him. I think it's a good thing. We talked about this in the past. The sites still typically price him down. And yes, there is some boom bust to it, but the booms have been wins. And even if they're not always wins, when you're getting up at price tags of 7,800, 8,200, this type of range in most tournaments that we'll see throughout the year when the fields get stronger, that's something to keep an eye on. And even if they bump them to 8,500, I don't think he's got to look away from. It's almost like a Siwoo Kim where you know it's boom or bust, but you want to play him because when it's boom, we, we talked about earlier in the season, all those top sixes, how he was rotating top six with a couple missed cuts top six well here you go now he's closing the door so his one percent finishes if you're talking in a dfs manner of how many times he's getting in the mix and giving himself those shots i think he's a he's quite a quite a ways up there so good for him in that football stories i was with your boy this week i know you love to be the korean cust i was with cust i went over to the mayo media network the studio the the headquarters over there checking it out they had the huge tv set up and Speaking of that, this guy is literally the true curse. I never really fully believed in it. I know all the retweets. I see them. I'll go with it. But I said, no, there's no such thing. This guy was calling it, and it was happening the opposite way. Non-fucking-stop. It's incredible to be around and just watch. If you followed uh, Mayo's Twitter that day, at least on Sunday, I know you already follow him, but if you followed his Twitter, this guy was literally like in tears, ready to go. His boy, Zach Wilson, was getting picked at will four straight times. And then that's a great story. But also, Kenny, I don't know if you know this or not, but you are now talking to the latest Millie Maker winner on DraftKings. I finally did it. I shipped the Millie Maker last night. So football, hot start. The only problem with that was I'm about 993,000 and change short of a million because I shipped it with 240 of my <laughs> best friends online. Yeah. So, uh, you know, good to everybody that won that last night. But I just had to bring that up there. That was exciting for me. I posted on Twitter. I think a lot of people took it as me being serious. It was definitely sarcasm. I've been trying to win that thing for a while, but you know, I could put it in my bio or something. Say you I'm won. a Millie Maker winner. I, def I did hey, win. Hey, a W is a W. You won. Wins a win. Like you know, a million dollars short, but you won. You won. So I, won I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's solid work right there. Um, now let's forget about that tournament. Now we're into the, the, the big boy stuff. That this week is going to be great. This week is going to be fun. I, you know, first off, you know, usually we do our course preview and stuff. Really, the course, everyone knows what it is. It's it's not that big of a deal. This is mono e mono. This is a man versus man or two v two. The couple of things about the course that you might want to go with, from what I heard, the course stretches out to about Whistling Straight stretches out to about seventeen hundred yards. Uh, now, the way I'm hearing the United States is going to set the course up is the longer par fours they're going to keep long okay uh the par fives they're going to keep at, at a lengthy range but not impossible to reach especially for the longer hitters on the u.s squad the shorter holes the shorter par fours what i'm hearing is they're actually going to make them pretty short uh so a lot of these big boy big dog drivers can be able to drive it really close to the green uh especially uh you, you know since the u.s supposedly has a distance advantage and they do but when you look at the overall advantage uh it's like nine yards uh for the teams i think the united states is like a nine yard greater driving average than than the euros so i mean there is there's definitely an advantage and then some players 
there's a way more of an advantage than when you talk about Bryson. Uh, lots of everything's a bunker. So I'm looking at you, Dustin Johnson. Uh, you know, everything's going to be a bunker there. The rough around the fairways is less than an inch. Um, now, the thing is, if you miss wild, I mean, there's going to be some crazy eight, 10 feet grass and water. And and the big thing, though, I think is going to be the weather. Um, this is one thing that might favor the Euros. Uh, the wind is going to be pretty hot and it's going to be pretty fucking cold. Uh, going out there at 7 a.m., 7.30 on Friday, could be 60, 60 degrees or less with a very, very strong breeze. I mean, you can see beanies uh, out there like they had in France and stuff like that, or toques, whatever the hell you Canadians fucking call it. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, you, you, you it's, but I mean, that that's that's basically all you need to know about the course. Um, it, it's it's more of a battle between golfers. I mean, usually on, on, a, on a stroke play type of an event, it's going to be, you, you battle the course. You know, this is the battle between Mono mono head to head two v two. This is this is what this is, the Ryder Cup is about. Um, stats? Are you looking at any stats? I'm not, I, I don't even have a model. No, what I guess I would say like you're talking about the battle between that and going back and forth. I agree, but also too like from the perspective we're bringing things up, whether it's for betting or for daily fantasy, which we're going to get to the DraftKings picks and go through the pods and sort of how it can relate. You are making a lot of educated guesses early on. Of course, wait till the very last minute when you get the Thursday information that you have for Friday. That's when you should be building lineups. So many people are just going to build lineups right now and click them in, and that could make sense to me, or I could see that happening, or that you don't even have the information. You are going to get armed on Thursday with at least some information to get a starting point. No matter what you think right now, some some things are more obvious. JT and Spieth likely playing together. You can, you can make these types of calls. But I'm saying still putting it all together and seeing how it shakes out, there could be more tidbits of information. There could be more things that pop up. So I'm definitely waiting till the last minute. Kenny, this is obviously before that. Right now it's Tuesday night around 9 Eastern. Keep that in mind. Circle back. Kenny does his thing over at Gup's Corner. I'm going to have my stuff over at Run Pure Sports. You're going to be able to get more information from us specifically if you want it. But I just think there's other stuff out there and just pay attention to the last minute. That's going to be my biggest piece of advice. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be important. I mean, let's go about these pods that we saw today. Now, things can easily change. Uh, but what we saw today uh, in the practice round pairings uh, for the United States, we had uh, in one four-group pod, they had Bryson, Scheffler, Spieth, and Thomas. I think you can go ahead and pencil in Spieth and Thomas. They're going to play. They're going to at least start the event. I mean, the thing is, I don't know how Stricker's going to go about this. Does he have a set plan or if he sees struggles and he sees the hot hand, will he go with that? That's the way I would captain a team. Um, if I see the hot hand, that's where I'm going to go. Um, if I see the hot pairing, that's where I'm going to go. Um, and, and the next quad is going to be Cantlay, DJ, Morikawa, Xander. Uh, I think we're going to see DJ Kawa. I think we're going to see uh, Cantlay, Shoffley again. And let's go to the next one. Burger, English, Finau, Kepka. When you look at the Americans, it looks like Stricker's really going out and pairing the people that he thinks are going to play together. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about these pods, but let me go to the Euro side. Now, the Euro side, I think Pat, Patty's trying to pull the wool over, over Stricker's eyes. I don't think these four pod, these three pods of four mean anything. Uh, I do not think these guys are going to be playing together. I mean, it's possible. Uh, I know... Uh, I know Sky uh, on the show earlier today, he has uh, a lot of the pairings from these 
groups, but I don't know if these guys are going to be playing together. I mean, you look at it here, you got Rom, Lowry, Hatton, Fleetwood. I mean, Sky has Rom and Fleetwood, Rom and Hatton playing together uh, uh, this week. I mean, if that happens, Please. oh Please. my God. Oh, here, here's, here's what needs to happen, okay? What needs to happen is you, they play the, the, the Rom and Hatton uh, captain's agreement. Rom and Hatton go ahead and play together. And the news coming out of the U.S. camp is it looks like Kepka and Bryson have made amends. Uh, Bryson said they had dinner, they talked it over, uh, and there's something special coming up soon. What if that's something special is them playing together? Can you imagine the first match of the fucking Ryder Cup? Bryson Kepka, Hatton, Rom. I would, I would lose my shit. There would be absolute chaos. It would be absolute fucking chaos. I would go crazy. I would be in front of my TV like this just all fucking day. It's like, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> it would just be fucking unbelievable, unbelievable. I don't think it's gonna happen, but goddamn it, I wish it would. Anyways, the next pod for the Europeans is gonna be Casey Fitzpatrick, Poulter, Byrne. Next one, Garcia, Hovland, McElroy, Westwood. I don't even think we need to talk about the Euros because I don't think this proves anything for them. For the United States, I think this is the way Stricker's gonna go. So first thing I want to talk about is that first U.S. pod. Bryson Scheffler, Speed Thomas. You know Speed Thomas are going to play together. Here's the big thing: the, the the initial the initial match in the morning is going to be four ball, which is best ball, where everyone plays their best ball. It's what the United States has been better at. They suck at alternate shot, so the U.S. gets to pick which one gets to start the event. And so, of course, they went four ball. It's a smart move. If Scheffler and Bryson are paired together, the one thing that I will say when it comes to a DFS perspective is is these guys can go out there and win like six, four. I mean, here's the thing. Like, you know, usually when they, when they do these, 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 these groupings on the first day, uh, the captains play their best teams first and last. Okay. And so you go ahead and throw Bryson and Scheffler in the second or third hole that we playing against the third or fourth team that they want for the Europeans. I mean, it's possible it's possible that they get the shit kicked out of them, but it's also possible that they fucking whoop ass like six, four, five, three. I mean, Scheffler, uh, top 10 and birdie average on the tour, very aggressive player. You got Bryson who can hit it three, four club lengths farther than the Europeans and have crazy uh, low iron, uh, um, you know, short irons onto these greens. Uh, and he's a damn good putter. Uh, if he really gets into it, he's coming off a pretty fucking good, um, FedEx Cup losing to Cantley at the BMW. Now, if, if that happens from a DFS point of view, I'm sort of jumping ahead. Uh, we all know how DFS is working this week on draft games with the captain's pick uh, and the scoring uh, three points for a winning hole, 0.75 for a half, minus 0.75 for a loss, and then a whole bunch of bonuses. Um, you know, Scheffler's pretty cheap. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, where is he? Uh, he is, uh, uh, is he 8,700? No, yeah. that's the captain. No, price. no, yeah, it's a captain. He's $5,800. Um, here's the thing. If they go out and whoop that ass, does, does Stricker have the balls to sit him in, in, in alternate shot? I know alternate shot, they're not going to be as strong, but coming off that wave. And another thing about Bryson is, you know, he wants to be loved. Everyone knows this, right? He wants to be loved. He wants to be, you know, have that adulation on him. The easiest way for that to happen and people to forget about 
at least sort of forget about what happened in the past is to go crazy and win a cup for the United States. Uh, imagine if Patrick Reed wasn't Captain America. Like, everyone in the world would hate him. He would have zero fans. You know what I'm saying? None. But because of what he did in 2014, 2016, 2018, or maybe you could skip 2018 probably, but yeah. 2014 and 2016, people still love him for that. They love him for that. And that can happen for Bryson. Um, if Bryson's in the coaches in the captain's year, trying to get that in there, making amends with Kepka, um, I mean, this is his chance. This is his chance. And all the bullshit that you've heard about him, uh, okay, yeah, he's training for the long drive championship. Uh, he had those uh, blisters all over his hand. Those quotes are from two to three weeks ago. Uh, it was an article written this week, but the quote was from two to three weeks ago. He had pictures of his hands on social media today. They're fine. Callous. That's it. Of course, he's going to have callous hands uh, because of the amount he practices. Uh, he is full bore for this. He better be full bore for this because this is the best way for him to improve his image. And I think if they can go out and whoop that fucking ass in the beginning, Scheffler could be a, could be a solid captain's pick. And you might have to just stack both of them up playing at least four four events uh what do you think any 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 talk on this first pairing on this first quad yeah first off on overall side i like what you said there i, I do think that harrington could just be doing whatever on that side because the euros can all sort of play together they're not too worried about it. that's part of the camaraderie of the europeans they all just come together whatever you say coach we'll go make it happen they're more about that team atmosphere we've seen it in the past Plenty, and I know there's some really sharp folks that are on the Euros this week that I would, you know, consider sharp. That I like that call and their angle, but I can see this this U.S. team doing it too. I think it's going to be close. First off, when we're talking about it, back to this side with what Stricker's doing, he's talked about it the whole way, Kenny, about being very particular about practice and prep and getting ready for it. I think it's like you said; these are the pairings. They're in there somewhere. However, you want to shake it out. So with. Bryson and Scheffler, I think it's like you said. What would their nickname be? It couldn't be Mollywood, but what, what would you compare them to? Do you have a nickname for them if they do go out and whoop that ass? I mean, the Dallas boys, right? They're both from Dallas. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, the Texas Tucson. I don't know. Something like something. that. There you go. Yeah, uh, now yeah, we're getting yeah. on to it. So, so there yeah, you go. Yeah. I was going to say something like that. So I, I'm with you there. I think that's important to note, like you said. But the worry is, I also have seen some people, I think Ben Coley, I can't remember exactly, but if someone was on the under- Two and a half for Bryson cited some pretty good reasons why they could think that it's oh, more he, about he could he could just fuck it up and because I mean his driver cover record is not great. Uh but I, you know, I actually worry about a, it more he is the a other totally way. different player now. Right. Totally different player. But but I worry more about it the other way, to your other point, is even if they go out and do their thing, you got it's still Bryson. It's not like this American team isn't deep as hell. You got a ton of other guys. So no matter how good, unless I mean they absolutely have to crush to even get that consideration. Well, because Scheffler is also sort of like considered the last man in. So does Stricker want to go above board and say, okay, I'm still doing it and rolling these to continue? Like that's where you got to think about it with Scheffler. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, if they go out and whoop that, maybe Stricker's first day is locked, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, from, from Okay, uh, everyone needs to follow Fried Egg Polly uh, on Twitter. He's super sharp. Uh, one of the sharpest guys out there. He put a list of what he thought the, the teams would be. And for best ball, uh, in the morning, it'd be Thomas and Spieth, uh, Xander Cantlay, Bryson Scheffler, Kepka, Fina. Okay, and then for the alternate shot, he thinks it's, you know, Spieth, JT, Xander Cantlay again, Burger English, DJ Morikawa. Now that Burger English, that's the one that I can see 
somebody getting hot in that morning that kept caffeine out group is another one that I really, really like uh, that can maybe whoop that ass. And I like Finau um, a little bit for just, just a sleeper type guy um, for betting purposes and for, uh, for DFS. Now, the thing is, maybe this is set. Maybe this is set. But if those guys struggle uh, in that alternate shot on Friday afternoon and they got to start with the alternate shot again on Saturday morning, do you go bet? You, you got to switch it up, right? You have right. to switch it up. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The challenge so, is they are yeah. so deep, though. And they so, might and so crush. Bryson, and so Bryson might, Bryson, they might have to sit the afternoon on Friday, but then be able to still get four rounds, four mm-hmm. matches in. And it's not like JT and Spieth are like auto locks. Uh, JT, I mean, can he make a putt? Can JT make a fucking putt? You know what I'm saying? This is what the Ryder Cup's about, right? The Ryder Cup is about who makes the most fucking putts at the most fucking absolute important time. JT's been one of the shittiest putters out there for at least the last six months. Okay? Um, so, I mean, it's not like they are locked in for a W uh, for the first two. What if they go 0-2? I mean, can, can you play them the next day? I mean, I, there's so many different decisions going through, and I can't imagine being captain for this thing because it's a lot of pressure. I mean, Stricker. I don't know. We'll see. He's like the quiet guy. You know, I mean, he's not too boisterous. He's not like, you know, Ben Crenshaw. I got a fucking feeling, you know, he's not azing her out there. Uh, a little bit different. <coughs> and so, you know, we have to see that. So let's, let's go on with a little bit more of these pods. Um, now, if you look at, at the second grouping, um, I, I think that, I think more cow DJ makes a whole bunch of sense and can't lay and shop Okay. Xander, and Cantley are going to be incredibly popular in DFS. Yes. So here, here's the worry. Okay. If they play five matches, they play that the presidents kept together. Um, they were two and oh in alternate shot, oh and two in best ball. What if they go out in the morning and get fucking train wrecked and just lose? That would mean there there would be oh and three in best ball. I guess you still have to play them in the alternate shot because they're good at that. But then the next day, do you play them in four balls again when they've never won a four ball match ever? Right. Um, these are these are the decisions that 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 Stricker has to make, and this is why it's so fucking difficult to try and and do this on a DFS level. I think the two groups that people aren't talking about that could play four matches minimum. Four matches, I think, are DJ Kawa, Kepka Finau, and Scheffler Bryson. Uh, I think all of those make sneaky stacks with and throw the cheaper guy as your captain's pick uh, in DraftKings. Uh, I, again, you have to wait until Thursday night because um, the way, uh, you know, you got to make sure that these guys are playing because it's possible that, like, Kepka's, I mean, Stricker goes out and sees Scheffler and Bryson practicing and they suck and he just sits there. Um, that's possible, too. I mean, it, it, it's really tough trying to figure everything out. Everything we're saying today is fucking conjecture, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then even when we see what happens on Thursday night, we don't know what's going to happen in the other three rounds because the other three, the, the other three, uh, you know, uh, match play scenario that they have throughout the rest of the week. Uh, but I think those three groups that I just listed, um, especially, especially the Scheffler, um, especially the Scheffler group, uh, I, I, I think 
you know, you throw Scheffler out there, $8,500 as a captain, you could basically make whatever the fucking team you want. Um, what about the other two groups? I mean, I think those are what we're going to see for the United States. Do you have any difference of opinion there? Uh, no, but the one I actually like the most is the Morikawa play. DJ Morikawa, I think, is just a, a fantastic spot that stands out. If people, When people aren't on Cantlay X, they'll be on Spieth Thomas. Like Those are the most two to me that popular is that stand out because people expect guaranteed. But I love that call you just had with the X Cantlay, and it's already a good game theory piece because it'll be one of the most popular, if not the most popular, like you said, where, yes, they have to keep them together. The reason they're mostly together, like you said, is for alternate shots. So if they lose the the four ball and they go out and have to play their alternate shot, there's no guarantee they get that third run together. And that'd be a lot of teams busted up, especially if they lose the first one. Even if they win the second, you think, oh, they get the confidence back and then they go, they don't get to go or they lose the next. I, I don't know. It's tough to say, like you said, a lot of conjecture, but I do think that that one for me seems like a pretty easy pairing to just be light on or go off of completely just on the point of it, you know, playing something different and we haven't even talked about the fact that the Euro side, if that happens, that means there's a Euro win. There's more points going over there. There's ways that you can just go double leverage where instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to pivot off that group to another American group. Why not pivot off to the European side, the team that maybe plays them first, especially if you think it's a team that could stay together. Now you've got ultimate leverage on everything. You hope for them to do bad. You got the team that hopefully beats them and then they, they want to keep them together and go again and get their extra and play their four or five rounds. And now you've got plenty of points stacking up while a lot of lineups are sinking with Cantlay and X. Here's the thing about Xander and Cantlay one more time. They went 2-0 in alternate shot against internationals, not the Europeans. The alternate shot is a European strength out there. This is the, that's, They whoop our asses every time in alternate shot. So, and they lost both their four balls to the internationals, okay? So they go out there, lose a four ball in the morning, get walked by the internationals in the alternate shot. Do you play them again? That's what Do you mean. play them again? They're 0-2 already. They've cost you two points. Do you play them again? Can you play them again, Steve Stricker, in either one? I don't know. I don't know. Do you, do you have to switch things up the next day? Yes. Uh, that's what's going to have to happen. I mean, if they lose those first two matches, it's possible they only get three matches each. Unlikely. Uh, but, I mean, like, what if the other teams are balling out? Yeah. I, 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 I don't see a lock for Xander and Cantlay to play five matches. I do not even think it's close. I think the only lock to play five is JT's. Uh, I think that is the only lock on the United States team right now to play five matches. Um, and I think everyone knows that. Um, and I, you know, and then Spieth is like 0-6 in singles in team competition. He's, I don't think he's ever won a singles match. So do you play Spieth as the captain or do you pay way the fuck up and, and, and pay what? Uh, $14,100 for Justin Thomas at captain just to be safe. But then who else are you going to be able to fucking roster uh, that way? Um, I mean, you can make teams like that. It's not impossible. Don't, don't get me wrong, especially when you have guys down below, like a Scheffler at uh, 5,800, like a Lowry at 6,000. If Rom and Hatton do play together, I mean, uh, Rom, I think Rom is – okay, let's go to the Euro side real quick. I think Rom is a lock to play five. I think Rory is a lock to play five. And I think Hovland is close at four or five. Like, those are the only three that I can see definitely 
uh, on the European side playing. And you know what? It might be worth going in that direction instead. You know, instead of going JT as your virtual lock uh, as a captain playing five, you know, go Rory, save the $300. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go Hovland, save the $1,500. Um, and the thing is, when it comes to these pairings of the year, I, I literally have no clue. I have no clue. Uh, I would, ex- I, you know, I was expecting that, um, you know, uh, Rom and Sergio would play together to keep that Spanish, you know, pride going. You saw with, you know, Seve and Jose Maria, Jose Maria and Sergio, and now Sergio and Rom. You just sort of see it stack up uh, after decades of Ryder Cup play. Uh, but I'm Sky on the previous podcast, which everyone should listen to. I mean, uh, uh, the European uh, uh, tour bets uh, and picks show. Uh, on the Mayo Media Network with Sky and Tom. Uh, make sure you check that out because they're probably sharper than us. At least me, at least me. Maybe not Tamara, at least me. Um, and so, you know, he's saying that he thinks they, they're not going to play together. Uh, he thinks, uh, Sky thinks Hatton and Rom are going to play together, which is unbelievable in my mind. I mean, it's just, I, 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 I'm, I'm getting antsy just fucking thinking about that fucking roster. And club snapped in half like, Bo Jackson over the helmet and shit like that. I could see that fucking happening. And that'd be unbelievable. But, uh, but like, uh, I think, I think when we talk about the Euros, we have to talk about the people that we think are going to play four to five. And I think the four, I'll add Shane Lowry as the fourth. So Lowry, Hovland, Rory, Rom are, are my picks to be. And, and Lowry could be the sleeper because you get Lowry at, let me look at his captain's uh, pick Uh 9k him and Scheffler are in that same type of range. And I can see Lowry out there playing. Uh, I mean, it's, Lowry ain't no slouch. Uh, these could be open championship conditions. He won at Firestone, a long-ass course. Um, I could see Lowry doing pretty fucking well uh, in this event because, you know, it, it's like his dream. I think he even said that this is, like, bigger than winning an open championship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if he was being real about that. But, uh, you know, those that, that's what you got to figure out. So, before we get into strategy, Tamo, anything about the Euro side? I think, yeah, you talked about a lot of it, but I do think, like you said, it makes it really hard to predict. The one guy you left out, I think, that I kind of like here is Fleetwood. I know it was only a one-time appearance, the Mollywood thing that we brought up earlier, no Molly this time, totally different situation. But I don't think it's, again, I think this is kind of a spot that's, I don't want to say built for him because we're talking about Tommy Fleetwood here. I'm just saying I can see him having continued success in this format because it's not the same as having to close a PGA tour event or anything in the sense of the individual side. I think he feels better about the team aspect and of note at that Ryder cup, two and oh, and four balls for uh, foursomes. And then the one loss was in singles. So it just, it goes to show again, like it's sort of that setup where it just suits him well. And I don't know who you, he, who he would be with. I don't like Hatton, Lowry, Hovland. I, I don't know who they're pairing him up with, but I, I have think- no clue. That's the thing. You have no idea, but I think he could be a play that you could end up seeing get all those rounds or at least four rounds where he gets in the mix. I, I think he's a very interesting play. I love the Lowry call that you brought up. I got a couple bets on him this week, and I think Hovland is like X, and I think it was funny because I think it was Josh Perry, and I think you even commented on it. Like You may as well just parlay them together. Everyone's got these two as the locks, and the way you said it about X and Cantlay earlier is how I'd say about a lot of things about this week is you know what seem they're definitely not a lock you said it's unlikely sure i agree but it's definitely possible that these things don't happen that everyone thinks automatically happen so to me that's where i like the little bit of an edge you can get in dfs by just 
play a little more euros everyone's talking about these americans even the people that like euros are still talking about american players in dfs because you know the pairings you have to take on some of the insert uncertainty you have to wait for thursday night you have to be willing to go with some of these euro pairings and then you can still throw jt in because he may will be the only points like in the example let's say euro just stomps them jt could still be the only guy that shows up for his country and puts up the points on that side and you can still have him in your lineup because he's the point scorer for that side it, it's definitely possible so i think that's i think, how that, you look ha- at I think that happened at the 2018 Ryder cup i mean i think he was what four and one justin thomas was for that week so yeah i mean exactly. it definitely happened even if they get crushed and that can happen on the other side too uh, say the Americans where everyone thinks the Americans are the favorite on paper. I mean, they are the favorite on paper. There's no fucking doubt that the last five times they were favored by, uh, they were favored. Um, they were what, one and four, I think, yeah. or something like that. Or not favored, but it had a, something like either either favored or had a, a higher world golf ranking average or something like that. They're one and four uh, the last five times that happened. Uh, I, this is not going to be as easy as some people think for the Americans. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but let, let's move on to some strategy aspects for this week. I think the first thing we got to talk about is, you know, is going to be stacking. Uh, this is the first time, uh, you know, like in the NFL, you can stack guys on the same team and they're going to earn the same amount of points. But uh, that's sort of what you want. You get that team that goes hand. You, you stack Mollywood last time. I mean, you, you know, there wasn't a DFS in the Ryder Cup, uh, but you stack Francisco and you stack um, – uh, what's it called? Uh, Fleetwood, you know, you, you're going to be way up there, right? And, and I have one of them as a captain's pick. And that's something that I would look at this week. When you, when you go Thursday night and they release that first, those, that first day pairings, I would pick a couple, depending on how many lineups you have. If you're going 150, whatever, 300, whatever, something like that, I would, I would stack, I would use stacks of every single one of those guys uh, that you have and, and making all your lineups. Uh, now, if you're doing single entry, three max, pick your favorite. Pick the one that you think is going to do the best. And, and I, w- I would start your lineup with a stack, with one of them being a captain's pick. Uh, I just think that's that's the most optimal way to go. And are you going to win that way? I, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but scoring optimally wise, I think that is the way to go. And again, we're just taking guesses here because if people suck, they might not even play uh, more. Uh, if JT fucking speak, go 0-2 the first day, you're going to play the next day. If Xander and Canley go 0-2 the first day, you're going to play him the next day. We don't know. Uh, but 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 optimally, uh, to give you the best chance to get the most points, uh, I think that is the way to go uh, this week, is stacking teammates in one – once you see that first morning session lineup released. Yeah, I definitely like that. I think – and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but – like the Zurich Classic, when they did this, the idea was pretty obvious. They're going to play as the team the whole time. You put the cheaper guy in the captain slot because it's equal but, points. But, but, you, but you wouldn't get points for both in Zurich, right? There was no stacking. You couldn't get points for both, right? There, there was no point, right? That's what I'm saying. But you, but the way you did it was just put the cheap guy in. Here, points for both, but I'm saying then they also play singles matches. They, they could One guy could run the table. So just I, I, if people are thinking that, that's not, you, that's not the right way either. So that's what I want to make sure to tie that in. I love your call. I think like you said, uh, my biggest thing that I'll be looking at is doing that and just going off the board with it, like a, a different game. It's almost like football. You and I said this today over text, and we were sort of getting ready for the show. And I was just, you know, shooting some ideas back and forth with you and kind of like setting up a game script 
in the aforementioned showdown where I'm the Millie Maker champion. I have to chime that in one more time. But where you had to set up the game script, you're almost doing it here where you're saying, okay, X and Cantlay play against these two guys. I actually think these two guys, whoever they may be, are going to play a bunch, especially if they knock off these two. So why not just flip it and plug them in? And then you just you double down on the setup and now you can fill it in with your JTs and whatever else you want to go with it. Love that. Because first off, you know, DraftKings, mostly United States, it's going to be fucking America heavy because there's so much of a favorite. Everyone's going to roster so many more Americans uh, this week overall, these big tourneys. Your plan is brilliant. You go out because, I mean, Xander Kelly could possibly be a fade for me. Look, they can go out and, and whoop that ass. But like I said, they were three and two in, in Europe or in, in the President's Cup. They won their two alternate shots. They lost their two four balls. Okay. Euro, better at alternate shot. Okay. And then they're 0 and 2. Xander Kelly, 0 and 2 in their career in four balls. So you go out there, the, the group that is playing against Xander and Canley. That's your stack. That's your captain. Love it. Love that as a game theory play to start on DraftKings. Love having more Euros than Americans uh, on your play, on your play, just to be different. Because I mean, with the captain's picks, there can be with only wait, 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 24 players, the captain's pick adds a lot more, you know, different types of lineups available. So, so it's not as tiny as some people would think when it comes to, to um, you know, getting dupes. There's going to be dupes, and I would expect the majority of them are going to be American heavy. Now, personally, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh, I think the Euros win. Uh, I'm betting the Euros. I bet the Euros weeks ago. Uh, this, this is just what they do, especially now with the weather, especially now with the wind, uh, you know, I, and, 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 you know, and, and Stricker showing his cards so early, uh, you know, that he knows what their teams are going to be. And he can sort of analytically wise build his teams to go against certain, certain ways of the way us is going to go. Um, so I am going to be rostering a ton of euros. Uh, I will probably go four, two uh, throughout through for the most of it. Now, what do you think about, Triple stack, doing two, two, two. Is, is that possible for you? Uh, is that optimal? Or are you going to mix and match after the first stack? I think I'm going to mix and match. Like I'll, I'll look and see because you just don't know. I'll probably, or I guess I would have two. I guess what I'd be saying is I'd be doing a two or a four, one, one, like a, a double stack of two stacks that I like. And then whoever fills it out as far as guys that I think can score well, but just going back for one second, just to change the subject quickly, is you know, the the X can't lay is one, but just being like you mentioned a little bit, but being being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And that's kind of the idea here. Like JT and Spieth are going to get the matches. We know this. We expect it. It's likely to happen. The cards have been shown. It's all gonna be there. They could lose their both of their first two matches. So going against them in the same sense, I know it'll only be one matchup against them, but I'm saying they 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 lose that. They lose the second. Everyone says, well, I played them because they were going to get five matches or the, at least four. But if they suck in them and lose a couple of them and then they don't do well on their own or whatever it might be, you never know. So I, I'm just saying I'm okay with it. I'm not going to sit here and have FOMO. This is going to be my way. Like I said, you're not going to get a hundred to one long shot 
at the Ryder Cup very often. So the way to get to the $100,000 in something like the $10 tournament is try and do it this way via a sort of daily fantasy parlay of players together that are going to be in a unique sense against what others are doing. So I'm going to pick my spots that way. I'm also with you on the Euros. I'm not betting it. I, I don't care enough, and it's not a big enough number. I'm not that big of a fan to be like, oh, I have to bet against the Americans. I'm not that guy either. So I don't care that much. I'm going to watch and enjoy, like you said, from that. I've got a couple bets for sure. i got three bets I really like. Uh, two of them involve the same guy. We'll get to that later. But I would say this. I'm going to build my lineups to try and ship and not to just make, oh, I think Caitlin X went to Napa and sipped wine, and they're good friends, and they played together, and they've been good in the past. I better build that lineup. I don't care if that ships i'll move on to next week happily because i'm not going to go all in on Ryder cup week i don't think it's that crazy but i'll certainly have enough lineups to try and gain my edge i'm going to play it the way that we're talking about and that's how i'm looking at it kenny for me more euros putting guys in a, a opposite of the more popular americans and then seeing what how it shakes out from there i have uh, a lot more faith in spieth and jt than i do in xander and can so mm -hmm. i don't think I, I don't think i can leave those guys out um, I will have speed JT stacks. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind, but it's possible that I don't play Xander and Cantley this week at all, at all, zero of them. Uh, and either I'm going to lose everything or I'm going to be on the good side because they're going to be uber popular uh, this week uh, because of, I guess, what they did in the President's Cup. Uh, you know, they're playing good golf too. Don't get me wrong. They're coming in, they're playing good golf, but I mean, like, Form, I'm not worried too much about form, especially short form, uh, longer form. A little worried about JT's putting. Uh, you know, I, I'm definitely, he, they can lose because JT can't fucking make a putt. Uh, that, that could definitely happen. Now, let, so should we go over any other strategy tidbits that we're going to go through? I don't think there's more strategy. I just think a lot of it ties in already together. I guess like the, it just ties into the picks because you know, the point we just brought up, it just sort of ends up that I'm on the other guy's opposite that side. And then the other one I would bring up, I mentioned it earlier, but just to give, you know, sort of two favorite American picks in a sense, because I think, like you said, they're going to be paired up. They're going to go out at least, you know, on the first day, so it's, it looks like would be DJ Morikawa. And the thing I'm thinking about there is like, if they, play, what if they crush and go off? It just makes a lot of sense. They're both extremely good players. They suit the course very well morikawa suits every course dj's got his history i think there's just a spot to go to here where if they run shit, it's very easy to put those two back out again use them a couple times and then imagine playing against dj one-on-one -on -one in singles and, and same with morikawa we've seen morikawa dust jt at the workday in a three-hole playoff after a bomb in front of his face went off for 56 feet and then still came back in one so you think these guys are scared they're not and I think that's a, a combo on the American side that will be less owned than Spieth Thomas and less owned than Cantley X. And I just love that because I think it just makes so much sense. And it's too, again, the Americans are just so deep that it's hard not to say this about all the combos, but I do suspect them to be the third highest owned of the three stacks on the American yeah. side that I can think uh, of. Well, the thing you said earlier about playing Xander and, and Cantley's opponent in the first round, stacking them and captaining them. I think you can also do that against JT and Speed's opponent as right. well. Uh, so I think, I think that is something to definitely go about way you're thinking, um, you know, when you're making your lineups late Thursday night, uh, because I don't know exactly what time those things are coming out, but it's not coming out during the day. It's not going to help us out. Uh, so my guess it's going to be seven thirty, eight o'clock 
uh, Eastern time when those, when those uh, pairings come out. So you, if you're doing 115 lineups, hopefully you have an optimizer or a lineup generator. I know that Gubbs Corner has a Ryder Cup uh, optimizer uh, lineup generator this week. So you might want to check it out. Now, here's what uh, we usually do our tiers here. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I don't feel like doing this. And I'm literally just making this on the top of my head. I haven't even told Tambo uh, that this is what I'm thinking we should do. I think when it comes to the tiers, I think we should each pick the one guy we want as the captain pick. In each price range, how does that sound good to you, Tambo? How we sure. go with these tiers? Yeah, I'm fine with uh, whatever. I, I think, like I said, it comes down to, you know, again, what we talked about. There's going to be more strategy to it once you plug in the the Amer- the Euro captains against like a Euro captain and a partner against X Cantlay. Your lineup also kind of has to tell some of that story that the Euros are going to win. So I'm probably going two more Euros on top of maybe two on the other side, just thinking how it's going to shake out. If you're just going with one of the guys from that pairing, then it's up to you. But I mean, I would be stacking. So, yeah, let's do that. Let's roll through it and see what it looks like. Nine K range: Patrick Cantlay, Roy McIlroy, Justin Thomas, John Rahm. Who are you going with your captain? Well, we're talking fourteen thousand down, right? Because we're talking captain pricing. I'm just going with the pricing that, yeah, the, the normal pricing. pricing, and then we'll call yeah, it against yeah. it. Actually, yeah. that's a good idea. Let's go. Let's just go straight captain pricing then. So uh, I'm, I'm just doing four to yeah I'm gonna do four at a time so let's uh, you know keep it tight so let's sure. I'm just gonna go on those four guys to start yeah and like I said that that one tells the story from everything we've talked about already mm-hmm. I'll likely be going if I'm going from this range I'll be going Rom or Rory because I'm definitely gonna be playing against Cantlay and X and JT and Spieth and if I use JT JT I will use but I would use it differently where like I said we're just going off of the 2018 Ryder Cup where he's the ultimate point scorer. Uh, but we're talking captains, so that may not happen. There'd be the very unique lineup where you could go JT captain and then a bunch of Euros and just say, look, JT puts up all the points for that side and then the Euros that you get four and five matches and then whoever you land on for the final spot, so be it. But that, that would, would be, be like- the way to go where JT just runs the table as the best golfer in the Ryder Cup, but he happens to be on the losing squad and the other guys show up. I'm just giving some ideas here, but for sure, looking at it from the other side, I, I do like those other guys more. JT had the second most points at the Ryder Cup in 2018. In lo- in and they yeah. lost by like six and a half points. Right. They got fucking ass whooped. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Shit, that might change our mind. Do like a JT Spieth stack. JT is your captain. And then go like Lowry and some other guys on the four Euros out there. I like that. I like that. I, I like it more if you go like JT and not Spieth. And say sort of like oh okay and it's not because I mean they're gonna play together I don't think I don't I don't think we're gonna see them separate right but uh, that's what I'm saying like if if it happens you could still have the euros on the other the four more expensive euros that get the full matches and if they do crush by a lot it's just Thomas but that's why I said it would be more of a flex play for me in that scenario uh-huh. if, like I not, like, if, like, I, like, if I was leaving speed out if I was leaving speed out I would go like flex a, with them. That would be like the non-stack super contrarian lineup. Yeah, you could go like, like a everyone's going to stack. We're going to get there. That's why I said this this so format's the not the best first. for it. I like that. So, but let's say you have a Lowry oh, and a like Fleetwood that. play together. Lowry and okay. Fleetwood play together. You end up with one of them cheaper in the captain. Now you've got the oh, no, stacked no, no, up no, expensive no. expensive euros that likely get fortified. Back. Maybe Rory Rom, JT oh. is the top scorer, and whoever you land on for the cheapy. Your your guys like that like now I got. So you're saying roster JT, but not in the captain. If I'm going without speed, because I'm just saying he doesn't do. He maybe they win one match, 
whatever, whatever, but they crush in that matchup, but then they lose the next couple, then he wins his singles by a big handily amount, like like something like that. Well, Speed is you- 0-6 in the singles, so, I mean, they can go 4-0, and and then he, you know, Speed loses one, or, or they can go to 3-1, and and then, you know, and then JT wins his singles, is 4-1, and and Speed loses it, and he's, what, 3-2. Uh, and two. Uh, That's a pretty, you know, there's a decent point difference there and then you have some euros that go four and one you get the one euro that goes five and oh the one thing about going five and oh there's only been four golfers in the history of the Ryder cup that's gone five and oh since it's been in this format uh not likely to happen uh it happened in 1967 arnold palmer and gardner dickinson did it both in the same year um uh what else did it happen larry nelson in 1979 and molinari the last time, those are the only four guys ever gone five and zero at the Ryder Cup in the history of the event. So it's it's pretty fucking difficult. Someone's gonna lose probably, or at least tie one or something like that. But uh, I like that. You know, I, I, I'm with you on Rom, and I I I think just I don't know. I, this is tough for me. I'm just gonna go ahead and put JT in there uh, in my captain spot uh, in this range because he's the one. I feel like he's known. Uh, this is his shit. Uh, he has that European mind frame when it comes to the Ryder Cup, unlike a lot of other people uh, that it comes to on this team. That's the one chalk guy that I think I do not mind uh, playing captain. So, so I'll go ahead and put, put JT there. Let's go on to the next range. Uh, the next range is going to be, uh, let's just go ahead and pick uh, Bryson, Dustin Johnson, Hovland, Xander, Spieth. Go here, DJ for sure. Like I said, I already think that's uh, a possibility, so I like that. And then if we're looking down, like I said, it's Hovland's going to be popular, but if I'm going the Euro side, I think that's a fine one as well. Mm-hmm. So probably probably Hovland, DJ, and then I don't know if you said Morikawa if he fits in there, but I'd be interested. No, in he's a, he's in next range. Yeah, so so Hovland and DJ for me, and mainly on the premise that even though Hovland's popular, it's like you said, I think naturally people put in more Americans, and I don't know how many they put at captain. So he's definitely a guy that I could use in that range as well. I'm going Bryson on this one. Uh, I am definitely going to go Bryson uh, for this uh, just because I just got a feeling. I just got a feeling. I, I, I think if him and Scheffler go out on, on, uh, on Friday morning, whoop ass, they'll play twice on Friday or twice on Saturday. He'll get four matches in. Uh, and they, he could, I am, what if he goes four and oh, I mean, is that better than the guy who goes four and one? I'm not sure you'll probably, or it's probably going to be better than a guy who goes three and two. Um, so, so I like Bryson. I just, I got a feeling the way he's playing, uh, coming into here, the, the, he's a different Bryson than he was, uh, at the Ryder cup. I think him and Scheffler make a really, really strong four ball team. I think they can make noise in that morning section. And if it happens, Stricker is going to have to pay attention and play them more than people thought. Uh, before we get into the next range, uh, Tambo, do we have something we need to talk about? Yeah. Before we get into the next range, I want to bring you guys the offer. We talked about it earlier from DraftKings Sportsbook. The world will be watching as the golfers head to Wisconsin and DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving you a shot to land in the green. This week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 on any golfer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook, now is the time. Place a pre-tournament wager of $1 on any golfer 
and DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you $150 instantly. An offer like this doesn't come around often, so sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the action. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and the best part is you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code FGD when you sign up to turn $1 into $150 in free bets if you place a pre-tournament wager of $1 on any golfer. That's code FGD to turn $1 into $150 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, NJIN or PA only, new customers only, Winnings paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, so let's get to this next range. Uh, we have Sergio Finau, Kepka, Morikawa, Fleetwood. Now, before we get into this, one thing I noticed, I mean, this makes, what, five euros above seven thousand dollars uh irregular price that means the other seven are all in the 6k range is it possible that these cheap euros are going to be way more popular than we think they have to be right because of their pricing the unknowns i was going to bring that up when we got down here i know we're saying who could be a captain play up top mm. but i still think you know just from my thoughts early on just sitting here until we get those groups and see what we get more information from people are still going to want to play these expensive Guy. Like they'll want their value play when they get to it. So there'll be a lot of really cheap value play captain lineups. And then there'll be a lot of, I want to get my JT in or my speed or something like that. And then they'll use those cheap plays in the flex. So I know it's, you know, two different ways to do it. Is but DraftKings I think just, forcing us to pick these euros? Uh, I mean, it seems that's like what it's I'm saying, of, it's, right? But then it, people may get uncomfortable with it and say, well, I'm not going with Westwood, Weisberger, any of these guys all go up. What I do think though, the range you just gave me, is the range that I like for captains because I think, like I said, people either want to get the top guys in and then use the cheap values or they want to use one of the cheap values to jam all the top guys in. So going with something like in this range, I like Fleetwood. I like Morikawa. I think there's room to be, you know, like, like use a lot of these guys in here. Uh, you know, who else do we got? Finau, right? Any any of those three. If you think Finau's sneaky, I know you talked about this the other day. I'll leave that one for you. But if you think he could be a guy that gets in there. These are all mid-tier guys that if they go out and get hot, could not only be involved more than you think, but also could crush in singles. They could just be better at that and come out and just tune the other guy up and have a lot of points scored from that as well as sort of a way to round out and finish things out and make your lineup go to the top. Yeah, I mean, if Friday, Paul, he's right. Kepka and Fina go out first. I, I like Fina a lot uh, as a captain's pick down here. Uh, I am a fan. Uh, he would probably be my favorite. And I like Kawa as well, but Fina would probably be my number one um, when it comes down to it. Now let's get to this uh, uh, sort of bottom range. This is where all the Euros are. We have the next range of five is going to be Lowry, Hatton, Poulter, Berger, Casey. Now the thing about this is the, the way the pricing is on DraftKings, it looks like they're forcing us to pick some of these Euros down below. Uh, I think the way that you can um, distinguish yourself is by using one of these euros as your captain. And the captain that I'm going to pick, and I think probably you're going to pick in this range, is Shane Lowry. Yeah. Um, I, I think we both like Shane. I think if he comes out that first day, plays uh, that, you know, he's in that Thursday morning group, I think he's going to be in a lot of my captain pick 
for DraftKings. What about the same thing for you? Yeah, what I will say, though, just to tie into it, because that one might be obvious, and that's the guy I mentioned earlier. When we get to bets, I definitely like some Shane Lowry bets for good reason, I think, this week. But I think he can be utilized for sure for four. I think that makes sense. I think he could score the most points for the Euros. I definitely love, and we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we might as well. The show's already off the rails when it comes to format. But I do think that he's a great play this week, a great bet, I should say. I got him at plus 275 for top Euro rookie. And it's basically him and Hovland is what you're battling and the whole world's on Hovland. So why not try and take that as value? There's definitely merit there that he could be out there more often. There's definitely, you know, a great player there in Shane Lowry at the format, the weather, the wind, all those things are setting up nicely for him. I think he's a great play. Now, with that said, going back to daily fantasy, going back to DraftKings pricing and captain strategy, if it is Hatton and Rom that comes out as a group, I absolutely love moving shares off of Lowry at captain, no matter who he's with, over to Hatton for the little bit more money. He's 9,300 in the captain over 9,000. Plugging in Rom, who differentiates you from JT at the top. Even if you want to use JT, you've got money. I'm just saying, if you want to go off that, and especially if they're playing JT and Spieth. Can you, like, you know, what if what if that's the starting point? That's the the ultimate spot to do it. Because we know Lowry's going to be popular not only in the captain, but in flex. You know, especially in flex, he's still popular because of how cheap he is and everyone's talking him up. I'm happy to go to Hatton if he's paired with someone I like. Or who knows, maybe it's Rory and Hatton versus JT and Spieth. I, I love that. I'll still go with it. I'll, I'll go with Hatton, Rory, and roll it out something different on the other side. Okay, here's here's the one thing I'll say about that. If Hatton plays with Rom and Sky's right, don't you think that Hatton will be super popular for captain's pick? Like one of the most popular. This is what we're saying. We're going to get the information. So if that's what you feel like, then do it. But again, not everyone can play everybody. So if, what? What if it? What if it's hot and hat and put Ron, it this Rory, way? Put it this Rory way. I, even if that's the group. Before I answer your question, even if that's the group, who's more popular, Rom or JT? Even if the group is Rom and Hatton, I still think JT's more popular. Yes, but I mean, everyone's going to be trying to get that cheap captain play, and Spieth is way more than these. Okay, guys. but then then you're telling me that Hatton's going to be this most popular captain because of that grouping. But if they're one not of, stacking, I, I him? think I think it's possible that he could be one of the more popular, maybe not the most popular, but he could be maybe the most popular pick under eight K. But but uh, if they're the playing JT, flex price. If, if they're playing against JT, then people won't put JT in that lineup. So. If you think that, I mean, then JT is a great play because less people will be on JT if he's going to be so popular. If Hatton's going to be so popular and they're playing against them, then he's going to be that. It's all game theory and it's all we have to have the information. I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is I'm I'm praying that it's Hatton Rom versus JT and Spieth because I just think that would be more popular. People want to play JT and Spieth. They're going to look at the whole picture of of getting four and five rounds. Like I said, I think that's the thing. Everyone's we know the JT Spieth group. You. Congrats. You figured out the group everybody fucking knew forever. You don't have all the information of, of, of who they're playing, what that's going to look like, what the ownership's going to be. And you're pegging them that because you picked them as the right group, which we all know that they're winning everything together because they're getting all these red. They could lose twice. And it's just, yes, it's true. They're getting the match, but they could get blown out twice. It's You'd have no idea how it's going to shake out. So that's where the issue is when people are saying that. Like I said, congrats on knowing they're a pairing. We all knew it. 
you're acting like they're winning everything when you're putting them together like that. That's how people are talking about it. That's not the case. Same with Cantley and X, who you made a great case for earlier. So uh, against. So that's what I'm trying to bring up here. Yeah, I mean, I think if it's if it's if it's Hatton Hatton Rom and Lowry Rory, I would still go Lowry uh, as my captain's pick over over Hatton. I think I think I would do that. But we'll, we'll I'm see saying how that it matters goes. more who they're playing. The final it does, of talk. course it does, of course it does. But I, mean, I want to fade. We don't know who the fuck the they're playing. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So we have to guess. This is what our job is. We don't know who the fuck they're playing. So this is what we're supposed to be doing. We have to conjecture and make guesses. And that's what the fuck I'm doing. So if it, if it happens in that point and we don't know who the fuck they're playing uh, at this fucking moment in time, that's the way I would go. Let's move on to this last little bit here. We got uh burn Weisberger, Lee Westwood, Harris, English, Fitzpatrick and Scheffler. Yeah. The Scheffler call you brought up earlier is interesting because if, like you said, you think they can get hot and that's the case. I, I do struggle with it a little bit more. So if, I, if I'm looking down here after Lowry, there's not much, you know, that I'm even excited about. I know that let's say you plug in, I don't, I don't even know. Like if you plug in Scheffler, just use what you said, you get 8260 left over and you can play wherever you want. So that's the thought process too, is where you could say, I just don't know. Like the, the, your theory from earlier, if it's going to be Bryson and Scheffler get out hot, keeping them as a group, but then you got to put Bryson in with it. So at least you're different. But then what happens if you go, you know, JT and Spieth and say the Americans crush, you still have 7,500. You can do whatever you want. So that's where I'm saying, I don't know if that could get more popular, but Bryson shouldn't be popular either way. So I guess I like that play with Scheffler because you pair him with Bryson. And then even if people go JT Spieth, you can do a lot of things with your lineup. And I already think people are scared to go with Scheffler Bryson from the starting point because they just don't think Bryson's going to get there. So in talking through it, Kenny, I like that more than trying to pick a guy down there just to play a cheap guy down there that's different from Scheffler. Because yeah. if he's with Bryson, as we suspect, I think you're already unique enough to do whatever else you want. Yeah, I mean, Scheffler's my guy. But, I mean, if you're going to pick a Euro here, I'd go Fitzpatrick. Uh, just, uh, you know, just he, he's more of a, of a better caliber player. Uh, I think than the other people uh, in this range. I mean, you got Lee who's played what like 11, 12 times or something like that, but it's not like he's been looking good here lately, but it is a Ryder cup. You never fucking know. We didn't even talk about Poulter uh, out here, um, you know, doing his thing and just turning into a superhuman every time the Ryder cup fucking comes on making every goddamn fucking putt uh, there is in the world. Uh, so, uh, but if you had to pick a Euro here, I'd go, I go Fitzpatrick. All right. Bets. Here, bets to end it. My first bet is I bet this three weeks ago, four, man, maybe like six weeks ago. Uh, I bet the uh, the Euros at plus 150. Um, I think if I think they're like plus 180 right now, um, I think it's impossible to bet the United States at minus 200. There's just no value in it. Now, here's the thing Joe Iadone at Tor Picks had a pretty good play. Um, if you bet, uh, put like a certain amount of your money on the United States winning between one and by one and three points and putting money uh, on them winning by four and, or three and a half and, and six points. Uh, if you can, if you get that range, uh, if you bet both of them and the way you mix your money between both of them, I think you're going to have to put more money uh, on the one and three, maybe like 70% and then 30% of your bet on the three and a half, six, uh, it comes out to the U S plus plus one fifty If one of them wins, so if you're going to go ahead and do a United States bet, uh, I'm not 100% sure about the numbers. Go 
check out at tour picks uh, on Twitter. He put that bet out a couple of days ago. I think that is the only way you can bet the United States. Uh, I think right now us is minus 200. I mean, for a team that's lost seven of nine, uh, of these events, uh, and they're one in four as the favorite the last five times. Uh, that just number just doesn't make. I, I can't do it. Uh, so uh, I'm betting the Euros straight up. But if you want to go U.S. and you think they're going to dominate or you know they're going to win, I think that's the way to go. So make, make sure you check out uh, at Tor Picks uh, on his Twitter feed exactly how that bet will go. You can ask him all the questions about that. I'm not a betting genius. Uh, so, so, so go, go get your questions on that to, to Joe. Um, a couple of other bets I do have uh, this week. Um, uh, Finau and Scheffler uh, top uh, uh, I think it was top, top Americans or top captains picks. I think it was. Uh, let me double check it. Tam, go over with your bets. Let me double check my score. Fina is a wild card, I think, on the betting cards. But yeah, the um, the three I got are one from one from either side, one guy from either side. I got the top rookie for the event to be Morikawa. I'm going a little bit yeah. different. I know there's X, Hovland, there's a couple ones out there that everyone are on. I think Morikawa has shown it. He can show up to places, play good golf. If it is windy, hey, he went to the open blind and won the thing. So I think that's fine for me. I like him at seven and a half to one. I've got Shane Lowry as the top team point scorer for 12 to one. And then I also mentioned it earlier, but I took him as the top Euro rookie where it's basically him versus Hovland. Hovland's like plus 150. He's plus 275. That's the one I'm going to hammer. I'm just going to say it's going to be Lowry and not Hovland and just roll it out there. It's, you know, if, if it's Weisberger or whatever, I think he's the other guy in there, then so be it. But I don't think it's going to see enough to have a chance to get those points. So I'm, I'm going to go with my guy, Shane Lowry right there and bet that one pretty heavy. Yeah, I'm going to Fino plus 700 and Scheffler plus 800 as top captain's picks. Uh, I got uh, top USA score, uh, Morikawa at plus 900. And top Euro score, uh, I got Hovland at plus 600 and Lowry at plus 900. Uh, those are going to be my bets for now. I'll probably add some. Uh, in my article, I'll write my, I'll, you know, I haven't even written mine yet because I just, there's so much information to gather. Uh, I'll probably write it right after I finish this pod and then I'll do an update with my final betting card on Thursday night. All right. Anything else? No, I think who's your pick to win. I didn't even hear your pick to win. I no, I said, I'm with you on the euros. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that side. I just don't love it enough. I actually think it's going to be closer than what most people have it. Uh, definitely closer than what they have it on paper. Oh, yeah. uh, if, if, if the U S sneaks it out, then I'm cheering for you and, and you, everyone else that loves the Euro or the, the U S side here, but uh, you know, all our friends across Twitter, but I do think it's going to be closer. I think the Euro squeak it out. I was with everything you said. I do like the line you said too, about Stricker showing his cards a bit early. That, that kind of is a thing, right? He's, he said he's doing it. It would be great to see, but I don't think he does it where if he just switched things up completely from what uh, everyone thought to try and make a run at this thing. But I think he's thinking practice makes perfect prep is perfect. You know, perfection, those sort of things that he's going off all those quotes. And for me, I think the euros take him down here. Yeah. Like a usual suspects type thing. Well, um, well, what, what, what's the, what's the character's name? What's Spacey's name in usual suspects? I don't Come know. on now. You guys don't know. You guys don't, you don't, you don't remember usual suspects. Am I, am I that old? A Kaiser Sose. Just put Stricker just go off and just pull a fucking Kaiser Sose. Limping around the whole fucking time. Just walking off and just switching everything up. That would be shit. Uh, I, I have so much I have so much fucking respect for Stricker uh, if he went ahead and did that. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I'm rooting my ass off the whole week for the United States. 
I want the U.S. to fucking win. But, you know, we're betting for real money. So <laughs> I think I'm making a smart play by betting uh, the Euros. But I'm, if I lose, I'll be extremely happy I lost that 200 bucks. Like the happiest I've ever been losing $200 probably ever in my life. Um, all right. I think that's going to be it. I did not think the show was going to be this long, but it's the Ryder Cup, so fuck it. I love it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KendoVT. You can find me uh, on uh, GupsCorner.com. Like I said earlier, they got a Ryder Cup optimizer tool uh, out there for this week. Uh, also a lineup generator where you can, like, I suck at that stuff, but I mean, you can like literally do some crazy stuff when it comes to captains and, and locking different types of lineups with a specific captain. Say you want like a Euro captain and you want a Euro heavy team, and then you can switch it up to an American captain and an American heavy team. Pretty cool stuff over at Gup's Corner. Check it out. I still think they're doing the seven day free promo uh, out there. So, I mean, shit, if you just want to try it out for the Ryder Cup, check out the site. It might be worth it. So go to gupscorner.com. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Totag and Tambo. Forgot to talk about this, Kenny. I started an Instagram account with the same name and I'm doing all my renovations for my house. Well, I'm not doing anything. People said that I'm actually paying people to do said renovations. You're doing it. You're doing it. That, that's, it's a lot that, of fun. Exactly. It's like I'm a, a general contractor. I go over to my house every day. I make sure they're working and check in with people and do everything as they're going along and get to check it and update it. But it's kind of fun. And you can see some of the updates on there. I think that's just kind of a fun thing I'm doing on the side just so i'm documenting it the whole way because we're doing a lot of changes to the house uh, as always you can find me on rumpiersports.com definitely want to head over there there's lots of stuff going on I had a huge nfl night last night not only myself winning the millie maker had to get that in for the third time but a couple other members in the discord and another member in the discord k phallic took down 116,000 last night he played the same lineup in the 180 dollars so Head on over to rumpiersports.com. Use promo code DGEN50. Get yourself in there for some NFL action as well. Yeah, I had a Gump's Corner guy win like 60K last week too, so that was pretty solid. It's like more yes. than I ever won in my life. In, actually, way more. <laughs> so it's good for him. All right, so it's Ryder Cup week. I cannot wait. I took Friday and off. I am so fucking pumped. Let's see a fucking crazy Kepka Bryson Perry. Please, Street Sticker, do this for us. Let's win some motherfucking money. DGEN Nation, go USA. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.